Wherever you are around the world today, it's great you can be here with us. I'm going to go straight to the scripture that we looked at yesterday because there's a lot we can get from this scripture. It's a, it's a very rich passage of scripture. Uh, just prior to it, Jesus, is, Jesus has a question asked of him by Peter who says, how many times will we, we forgive someone who's wronged us? Jesus says many times, many, many times. And then Jesus goes on and tells a parable, which is a story he makes up in order to make a point and to teach people something. So we're going to read from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 18, and we're going to read from verse 23. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves, And when he began the reckoning, one who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him. And as he could not pay, his Lord ordered him to be sold together with his wife and children and all his possessions and payment to be made. So the slave fell on his knees before him, saying, Have patience with me and I'll pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the Lord of that slave released him and forgave him the debt. But that same slave, as he went out, came up upon one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, pay what you owe. And then his his fellow slave fell down and pleaded with him, have patience with me and I will pay you. But he refused and he went and threw him into prison until he would pay the debt. When his fellow slaves slaves saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed and they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. And his Lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave as I had mercy on you? And in anger, his Lord handed him over to be tortured until he would pay his entire debt. So my heavenly Father will also do to every one of you if you will not forgive your brother or sister from your heart. So my heavenly Father will also do to every one of you, if you do not forgive your brother or sister from your heart. As I have said, this is a really rich passage of Scripture. Now, there's four main uh, uh, items we need to remember here. And there's a comparison. The king in this story equals God. The, the debt, we might say, equals sin. The first servant is the one who has forgiven the enormous debt or the enormous sin by God. And the second servant is the one who's committed an ordinary sin against a fellow human being or Christian. And so there are these four elements that we have to take place. Now, uh, Jesus, uh, Jesus in telling the story, he wants to compare the size and get people to understand the enormity of the forgiveness of God towards people, the enormity of it. Uh, so he says that someone owes, uh, one of his slaves owes 15,000 talents. A talent was worth uh, about 15 years uh, wages, 15 years. Um, so 10,000 talents was just an extraordinary, couldn't be paid. The servant says, give me time, I'll pay it. He can't pay it and he knows that. The king knows he can't pay it. And so the king forgives the debt. The king forgives the debt. What's the, what's the analogy here? It's this, is that God is absolutely, utterly and completely perfect. God is complete and perfect in himself. And God made human beings out of his love, out of his love, out of an act of sheer goodness, 
that people could know God, love God, and be in relationship with God. But relationship only works when there's free will. It does. And love only works when it is freely given. We hear these stories, these crimes of people, uh, of these men who capture women and put them in the basement of their house and keep them there for five and 10 and 20 years, locked up in the hope they'll fall in love with them. And very often when they just don't, they don't, they don't fall in love because love can't be forced. And so God had to give us the freedom to reject him. And so God, who is perfect, absolute, complete in himself, gives humanity, gives humanity the opportunity to either reject God or to accept God. And when humans being reject God, this is what we call original sin. This is what we call this, that original flaw of, of God, who is perfect, making human beings and human beings saying, we don't want you. We want our way. And, and what is the, what Jesus is likening the forgiveness of God to an enormous amount of money that they could not have conceived of in those times, an enormous amount that you just couldn't have conceived of, that God's forgiveness is at that level. And then Jesus goes on and he says, there was, uh, when he leaves and the, forgive, the, the dead is forgiven, he then goes on and and he tells the story of the slave going out, seeing a slave, a fellow slave who owes him money and owes him a hundred denarii. Now, a hundred denarii equaled about a hundred days wage. One denarii was about one day's wage. So a hundred was a hundred days wage. Now, if you don't have a lot of money and if you're just on ordinary wages, someone basically, uh, you know, owing a hundred days wages to you is not an insignificant amount. But when you look at what the, what what that amount is, the hundred days wage against an, an amount given by God that is inconceivable, we see the disparity between the two. And what Jesus is talking about is not money. He's talking about forgiveness, that the forgiveness of God is so vast, so great, so amazing, so incredible compared to the forgiveness that we must give. And and Jesus links this forgiveness as we read yesterday you know, and as we pray in the Our Father that we are required to forgive. We are required to forgive others because the very nature of God, the very being of who God is, is forgiveness. And 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 when we look at this again tomorrow, we'll look at well how do we forgive people that really have devastated us, hurt us in a bad way. We'll talk about that tomorrow. But in my prayer, I often, when I realise the vastness of God's love, I often can't help but just say to God, God, thank you. Just thank you for your great love and your forgiveness. Thank you that you accept me for no matter what I've done. Thank you that there's nothing I can do that can breach just the, the sheer level of what you are prepared to do in terms of forgiving me. Your forgiveness is so vast. And see, often when we look at forgiving people, we look at that in terms of what we can do. But we first have to have an understanding of the forgiveness of God, how incredible it is. Think think about what you can't conceive today. God's forgiveness is more. 
think about what you can't, you don't understand in terms of just volume. God's forgiveness is more. We didn't deserve to come back to God. God is perfect and, and humanity keeps rejecting God. I, I look at myself. I look at the things that I'm capable of thinking and doing. I fall, I fall so short of the glory, the magnificence of who God is. And yet God's forgiveness is so vast, so vast that he wouldn't allow me to be separated. But at Easter, a good, the events of Good Friday, Easter Sunday, he sends his son to die for me so that the relationship could be kept whole, that I would have access, that I would not be cut off. Um, I have met people when they understand the, the, just the sheer size of God's love, the sheer size of God's action, and it can seem strange to some people. I have met many men and many women when, they, that, when that comes a reality to them who shed many tears because they've never understood the vastness of God's love. If you truly understand it, it cannot help but move you that you are loved by God. And that's what this Lent is about. Lent is about coming to the realisation of the vastness of God's love for each of us. Loving Father, I thank you today that you love us so, so, so much. Lord, it is inconceivable to us the extent of your love. It is incomprehensible the extent of your love. Thank you that you didn't give up on us. Thank you that you did not reject us. Thank you that you are with us. Thank you that you draw us to yourself. Lord God, change my heart. Change our hearts this Lent to understand more deeply you and to understand what Lent is all about. It's about the vastness of your love and your forgiveness. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you. Thank you for walking this daily devotional journey through Lent with Bruce Downs and the team. We're praying for you in this holy season. If this podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to share it with others. You can connect with us on social media. And if you would like access to more content, head to our website at brucedowns.org.